BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. This week, there's just something about something short special. <laughs> I am joined, it's very appropriate, by a girl who I would love to get my hands on to hump. Oh, it's the Snatchler. We humped all weekend. We did hump all weekend. It is the Snatchler. Our little sis Margo is joining us while Jackie is out today at some doctor's appointments. And I feel like, I feel blessed. I feel blessed to be here, honestly. You look gorgeous. Do I? Tell us about your like very relaxed, cool girl summer fit. You know, I was really inspired by Sophia Verti Grange. You were really inspired by all the birthday gifts you got from your extremely yes. generous sister. A hundred percent. This shirt, Nueve, by my sister, Olivia Ostre. These shoes, Hermes, by my sister, Claudia Ostre. And then the rest is mine. But yeah, no, I'm just feeling um, quiet luxury. Yes, they're calling it stealth wealth. Yeah, I really am just like loving it. Yeah. I, also, oh, I should have worn my pearls. I got myself like some pearls. Snatchers in like her rich woman era. We're living for <laughs> no, it. Literally that I'm making everyone else buy for me. And I um, am dressed like a businesswoman in the middle of winter. But that's because I am going to a panel after this. So like our outfits could not be more different. Well, I did wear a blazer over this because I have to go to work after. But I really just like, it wasn't about the oversized blazer, you know. Such, thanks for making time in your extremely busy day for the toasters. You know, the last time you were on the toast was like somewhat recently. Yeah. And we. We uh, had a bunch of guests that week, and I thought it was really interesting that the most downloaded episode belonged to the Satch. I would have thought it was one of the big stars. A hundred percent. I wish I thought I was going to be bottom of the totem pole. Uh, Just I, because, like, everyone hears from me all the time, you know? I, but not really. I Ever guess. since you kind of quit your podcast. <laughs> I quit my job. You quit your podcast. Now it's like, give us Satch, give us Satch. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. when you come on, it's actually like a really big get it's kind for of us. better, wouldn't you say? It's kind of better. So aren't you glad? <laughs> Listen, I was never upset that you quit. No, like, you I weren't. wanted you, you supported to, me. Whatever made you happy. Yeah. But now when we get you, it's kind of like, mm, we nailed an interview exclusive with the big star. Big exclusive. We had such a fabulous weekend. This we is really actually did. perfect oh, timing. I want to feel happiness like that all the time. I wish, I think I said that literally you yesterday. Did. And then I said it like to like my friend yesterday. I wish for happiness like this forever. Yeah. Was Friday night, like, oh, that was the night that Margo and I just like rogue a few hours yeah. before the concert, bought tickets. We hadn't planned it. And we ended up having like, that was like the best night of your life, right? No, a thousand percent. And like, I can't believe there was a time, like when we were like thinking about us going back and forth on whether or not to buy right. it. And I just like wish I could have told those girls, like just, just fucking do it. It like, was not only the best concert of my life, but like the best night of my life. No, duh. It was so amazing. Everything, like, you know, when things like everything just works out. Yes. And it everything was, one of those was working out for us, like from 
for from everything like from the get of like once we got the tickets, it was like the car, the, the Uber ca- was easy. The Uber was easy. Like the lines for the bar and the food were not so yeah, long. Yeah, like we ended up being. Did you say like I ha- did it? Oh, MetLife Stadium had like this really cool. We didn't even know when we were buying our no. tickets that one of the the section that we were in had its own like club. So in terms of like bathroom, bar, and food, it was like this little club for only people in our section. It was like so premium, so premium. There were no lines. We didn't have to like go upstairs like when you enter MetLife Stadium. It's like we literally just like entered on the floor. Or walked into our club. Walked into our club and it was like so like Lux. What's the word? Like um humane. It was so civilized. Yeah, civilized. Um, so that just made it like so much better. Also because like I don't I don't drink water. Like I never have to pee. I peed six times on Friday night. Like I don't know what it was. I think I was like nervous or like overwhelmed, but it was fine because the bathroom was like two steps right behind away. us. No and there line. was no line. So like literally Taylor would like start talking in between songs. One of us would run to the bathroom, the mm-hmm. other one would watch our stuff. Yeah. And we would get back from the bathroom. She'd still be talking. She'd still be talking. And that's because A, Taylor talks a lot, and B, um, let's just be honest, we did not wash our hands. No, I'm sorry. I can't be bothered to do that. I also had a 13 on my hand that I had written in makeup so like if I'd started washing my hands every time I peed like it would have been gone no I just like there's no you don't have to give an excuse we don't have to explain ourselves like as to why we didn't wash our hands no like Like, I took a shower when I got home but of course I didn't wash my hands once at the concert and I'm not even ashamed no I I washed them the first time we went and then that was it I was not gonna keep washing I'm gonna keep being here um what's new with Satch what's new with Satch um give us a little update into the life of a fabulous Satch summer's coming up I feel like you're always like doing fabulous things in the summer I do have I do have a lot coming up but not as not that much like um this weekend I have a wedding in Toronto beautiful beautiful and then me Emily and Ryan are doing our camping trip yeah in two weeks um we're going to Yellowstone Montana do you guys remember at the beginning of the year when Jackie and I were talking about I'm so glad you brought this up um when Jackie and I were talking about like our goals for the year and I said like I want to take a few big trips and honestly we're halfway through the year and I've made no progress on any of them wait that's such a lie we went to Belize we went to Portugal Belize was last year. Okay, no. Portugal was this year, but I said I, I wanted to go to like London or Paris oh. and then Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just kind of talking about how like one of my dreams is to go to Montana and then Margot just kind of kind of just mentioned really briefly and quietly that she was going to Montana this summer. Okay, for the record, I literally said that you could come, but it, you don't want to go to Montana the way that I am going to Montana. I know, they're like sleeping on the ground. Yeah, we're like sleeping in a tent. It's like a nice tent, but like... Let's be real here. You wouldn't want to do that. No, I would never do that. But like maybe if you had included me in some of the planning talks, like we could have found a beautiful, you know, hotel. We don't that we don't want to. You're such a freak. Like, yeah, 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 I'm such a freak. But also like it was just like next level, like last year, like being connected with nature. Like does your like facility have a toilet? Yes, there's a toilet and a shower in the tent. And is the toilet like a hole in the ground? Not a hole in the ground. It is a toilet. With plumbing. Yes. But we don't do number two in that. You don't? No, like last year what we did and well, so last year like all three of us shared a tent, like me, Emily and Ryan. So it's like, it's tight. But this year we got two separate ones. So Ryan can sleep on his own. So maybe we'll make that one the poopy tent. Oh, that's smart. But what we did last year was just peed in ours and then went to like the main lobby tent. And like those were like legit ass bathrooms and that's where we would do our business. So like if you had like, you know, a big meal and you're laying in bed and then you get the runs. to walk up to the tent. Was it far? Yeah. Yeah. I could never exude self-control like that. I don't have like really good control over my bowels. Like my bowels run my life. I don't run my bowels. Me too. I mean, hi. Me too. But I feel like in occasions like that, like your body just knows when to participate. That's true. 
also when you travel, like you just poop less. Yeah. But sometimes your body will really work with you. Yeah. So I'm just like praying for that. But I'm a big lately like runs in the middle of the night. So like hopefully we don't have that scenario. Situation. Um, but if I do, I will figure it out. Just stick to the brat diet. Things that kind of bind you up. Yeah. But the thing is, is like you kind of have to just take what you can get when it comes to food there. Oh. You know, it's not like... It's not like, well, maybe if we stayed at my hotel, we'd have a gorgeous buffet. Right, I understand. But we're, the point of it is to be like rustic and camp. No, I get it. I feel like the hotel that I would stay at is like extremely rustic. Okay, for sure. I feel like they definitely have, you know, Listen, like a walking Listen, you are path. more than welcome to come. There, we have a space for one more person. We can kick Emily to, with Ryan. You can stay with me in the tent. And then what like activities are you planning? <laughs> like, like hikes and stuff? Yeah, we're hiking. Oh, man. Horseback riding. Oh, okay. Fly fishing. Fun. Um... We're doing like a river float. Obsessed. Like you don't have to paddle. You just sit. I think so. Uh, like this like wildlife tour. Cool. Um, and then we're seeing like the old geezer. You know how that's like, you know what the old it geezer is. It sounds familiar for me. Or, oh, sorry. Old Faithful? Whatever. I don't so know. There's some stuff to see in Yellowstone. But for the most part, yeah, we'll be like hiking in the like Yellowstone National Park. Oh, you're going into the National Park. That's where Under Canvas is. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah. And like the views are crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you still wouldn't do it, but it's cool. Like, you see why one would. No, I totally get the allure, but for me, like, I find, like, room service and spas, like, so alluring. Yeah, there's none of that. There's and not we AC. Were, oh, oh, and I'm out. also, I'm out, I'm out. There's no chargers, so it's, like, there's, like, just, like, charging boxes everywhere. Like, they have a million, but, like, it's not like there's, like, outlets. It's just, like, big, like... And, and you pay for that experience. That's what people no, do. No, because I'm working with under canvas. No, but, like, the people, like, they pay for to be tortured like that. But it's not torture. Like, they really do make it as, like, glam as possible. Yeah. Like, where are you supposed to get an outlet in the middle of the desert? At my hotel. Right. My hotel has <laughs> outlets. They have buffets. They have spas. They have room service. I just feel like... But can you see the stars? Probably. Probably. You probably could see the stars from my hotel. Mm, okay. I'm just saying, like, think about it. I'll think about it. I mean, it's booked. And I know. I know. Ready to go. Um, so just like another fabulous summer being Counselor Slanch. Yeah, but then after that, which is in two weeks, I have no other trips planned. Yeah, we didn't plan a lot of trips this summer, obviously, because we're yeah. on Bebe Watch. Bebe Watch. Um, which is fine. Yeah. Fine. It's fine. Also, like, we can, if we, like, we're dying to go somewhere for a weekend, like, you can just, we can pick we up We can book it last minute, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, are you excited to join me here at the Toast? Like, what do you, what have you been into recently, like, in terms of pop culture? That's such a good question. We've, like, such different I know. interests. I do have to say, as someone who does not watch Bravo or anything, I, know. I have been, like, sucked into the scandal. You have? All. Yeah. Like, I haven't watched anything, but I've watched, like, anytime there's, like, a reunion clip or a season finale clip on my TikTok, like, I watch it multiple times. Interesting. Because um, I just find it to be, like, so interesting because I literally can't believe like someone like Tom Sandoval exists. exists I know it's really crazy to me like I honestly I want to be as delusional as him no it's actually inspiring the it's levels inspiring the levels of unwell yeah. he is like to not give a fuck about also anyone or anything in your life like that's an achievement have we heard from Rachel? No. Like not, was she on the reunion? Yes. She was like watching in the back. So there's three parts of the reunion. Part two is on tonight. Oh. And I think we might hear from her tonight. She, we did not hear from her in part one because before the reunion, she um, filed a restraining order against Sheena because mm. she alleged that Sheena punched her and Sheena was like, I just shoved her. Um, <laughs> and so she has to sit in a trailer a hundred yards away watching everyone. And then Sheena will leave and Raquel How will convenient. replace her. Yeah. It was actually a pretty smart move. Yeah. Because then they had to like rejigger the whole reunion. Yeah. So no, we haven't heard. Is from she her. a main cast member, Rachel? 
She wasn't. That's the thing. I heard Andy on a podcast talking about this. Like, she's always been James's girlfriend. And the other girls, like, thought she was dumb and really never brought her into the fold. And then this season, she starts becoming friends with, like, a lot of the main characters. And, and it definitely got to her head in a way mm. of being, you know, one of the first people that production was like, oh, we got a Mike Raquel. Like, she became what I think she really wanted to be for so many years. And I think maybe she got carried away. Yeah, 100%. That's definitely part of it. But up until this point, no, she was never, ever. Like, is she in the intro? Yes, but they have everyone okay. in the intro. Okay. They have, like, Lisa's son, who's literally never on the show. Okay, fine. And they have everyone. Also, what I've been um, sucked into was the Summer House reunion. Oh, you know what? I don't watch, but I also got sucked into the Summer House reunion. I started watching the season at the beginning, and it just was bad, and I, and I was not like entranced at all but the clips of the reunion are all over my tiktok me and, too. and also like i just love Paige. me too and i loved her outfit i loved her outfit and so i was really um wanting to see what the girlies were up to and it seems extremely contentious it does seem extremely contentious between Lindsay and Paige. and i've always like i've never been on Lindsay's side i've always felt like where is the reckoning of Lindsay hubbard like she was always acting like such an animal and then this year they decided to have the reckoning yeah but I didn't really felt like she was doing anything. She wasn't reckoned? No, she didn't deserve it. Like, oh. if anything, this is the first season she's acting so mature. She's in, like, a really healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. She stopped drinking. So I'm like, why are we all coming for her now? Yeah, Not like, in her toxic energy? years. You know what? I mean, literally, like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I just know in the few episodes that I've watched, like, mm -hmm. I've wanted a reckoning for Kyle. Oh, by the way, Kyle, like, if you go back and watch it, now there's, like, this whole movement on TikTok. It's like, well, justice for Hannah Burner. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. Hannah Burner two years ago, like really, they they pushed her off the show yeah. and a lot of it had to do with Kyle. Right. And Kyle is kind of like, like a puppeteer almost. He like, because he's boy, he doesn't really get in the weeds, but he's definitely like a part of something. Uh-huh. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree. I, I think that there's a reckoning for Kyle coming up. Yeah, but like, it's too late now because he's married to Amanda. Yeah, and so like they're a team and Amanda's yeah. friends with all the girls so they won't... It's, just, it's, it's tough. It's complicated dynamics. For sure. For sure. Um, well, I think we're going to dive in because we have a lot to do today. We have the Fast Five and we have Dear Toasters. So we're going to get some good... Some good advice from the Satch. I love to give advice that I don't follow. I know. And so some of the submissions say are about people with kids, like you and I quite literally knowing nothing. Quite literally knowing nothing. But, but at least like you can change a diaper. Yeah. I feel like we can handle it, Counts. I think so. When do you think you're going to change your first diaper? When I have a kid. So you don't love Kay, Wait, Levi, what it, and Rolls enough. What does it have to do with love? Also, for the record, when we were recording the Redheads beforehand, Dana had brought up, she was like cracking up from that part. And Britt and Dana were both like, we've never changed a diaper either. Like that is not anti-duty. It is duty, first of all. <laughs> it is. Like when your sister is in a bind, like you help out and you change a diaper. Like that's love. That's love for sure. I just, I maybe, I can't. Even a pee? You would change a pee diaper. I could change a pee. I could change a pee. I could change a pee. But not the poo. The, I like, it really like. <laughs> I understand. Um, well, let's just say that I'm the number one auntie in this group. How does that sound? If that's, if that's what you need to continue changing them while I watch, if you are the number one auntie. If that's what you need. <laughs> then you are the number one auntie in this group. Well, the number one and number two aunties in this group are about to deliver the Fast Five stories that you need to know. And today's episode is brought to you by Court. Life is always changing and your furniture should be able to change with it. With Court Furniture Rental, you can get the furniture and services that you need that help make every life transition as seamless as possible. So whether you're making a short-term, long-distance move, relocating, starting a new chapter, or you simply don't want to be tied down to owning furniture, Court has a so solution for you. Simply pick the furniture you want, then their expert team delivers and sets it up. The furniture will be there when you need it and gone when you don't. You can get furniture on your own terms with Court Furniture Rental. Visit court.com slash podcast to learn more and find the furniture package that fits your life. So 
And you can really have everything in this life on demand. And now, thanks to Court, you can have furniture on demand. I feel like this is so smart. One, because like furniture trends are always changing. Uh So to invest so much money in like a couch that really might not be cool in two years is such a waste of money. A lot of people don't like to be tied down. They want to live a kind of carefree, sporadic, spontaneous life. And Court allows that. Mm -hmm. If you're moving short term, like, hey, I want to try out Montana for the year. Let me get some furniture for my tent. Okay. It's really a fabulous service, and I think a lot more people need to know about it. You can make room for something new without leaving a mess behind to clean up. Court will pick up what you've rented without you lifting a finger. And by renting, of course, you're su- supporting a more sustainable way of living. So visit court.com slash podcast. That's C-O-R-T dot com slash podcast to learn more and find the furniture package that fits your needs. Today's episode is also brought to you by Seed. I love Seed. Do you? This morning. Yep. You did. Yes. And how are, how are you feeling like in terms of the benefits? So I've recently, like I've started taking it like every single day Mm -hmm. and I found that my like bowels are more like scheduled and firm. Um, and I just felt like I was like, I should be taking, it's a prebiotic and a probiotic. Right. So I was like, I really should be taking those things so I was just like let me start taking seed and it really like I've just I feel so much more regular so seeds dso1 daily symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with a 24 strain that has been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits so it's free from 14 allergens like um the EFCA authority that, that are defined by the EFCA authority. It's also sugar-free, vegan, soy-free, sesame-free, gluten-free, peanut-free, AMPA-free, dairy-free, shellfish-free, corn-free. How it works is that you'll take two capsules once a day on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. So that could be the first thing in the morning or two hours after your last meal. And it's engineered to survive your external and internal environments. So their capsule and capsule VICAP safeguards viability through digestion for a delivery of an average of 100% of their probiotic starting dose to your colon. So a lot of times you'll take a probiotic and it won't work. That's because it literally does not survive your digestive tract. But like seed, they got you covered. It's making it all the way. So there's a lot of benefits. There's also a lot of skin benefits. But a lot of people, you know, are taking it for digestive Mm -hmm. to become more regular, more solid, as you said, (laughs) counts. Thank you. So... Um, you can avoid gut media. Head to, tr- head to the trusted source for symbiotics. Start a new healthy habit when you visit seed.com slash toast and use code toast to re- redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed, S-E-E-D dot com slash toast and use code toast. All right, Counts, ready to dive into the Fast Five? I am. All right, first story like took the world by storm yesterday about Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. I our, saw this everywhere. Our 82-year-old, 82-year-old king is expecting a baby with his girlfriend, Noor Alfala. And why is that interesting? Because she's 29 years old. Mm-hmm. So the 82-year-old actor and his girlfriend, Noor Alfala, are expecting a baby. His rep has confirmed to people. She's been linked to Al Pacino since uh, April 2022. So that's a little bit over a year. Yeah. Um, and they share a daughter. Already? The New York, I'm sorry. The New York native shares a daughter, uh, Julie Marie, who's 33, his daughter, um, with his ex-girlfriend. Al Pacino already has a daughter with, with his ex-girlfriend named Julie Marie, who's 33, and he's having no. a new- So Al Pacino shares daughter Julie Marie, who's 33, with his ex-girlfriend Jan. That's what I just said. No, the, the ex-girlfriend's name is Jan, not Julie. The daughter's name is Julie. I know, that's what I'm saying. You said the opposite. He also shares 22-year-old twins, oh, wow. Anton and Olivia, with his ex, Beverly D'Angelo, who he dated for six years in the late 90s. So that's just interesting that his daughter, Julie Marie, is 33, while his girlfriend now- I feel like this happens a lot in Hollywood. It does, but like this is an extreme version. For sure. And I'm, I just can't imagine at 82, you want to be changing diapers. He's not going to be. I know. I mean, this is so crazy. I just think it's like, 
I think it's crazy, and but I, I think like more kids in the world, the better. But like, sure, I guess. I don't know. It's just like I always get sad when I think about it because it's like, how much longer? How much longer do you have? And then the kid doesn't have a dad, and that's someone who has doesn't had, have one. Yeah, it's very sad. Like, no, it's such a good point. So glad you brought that up. It's also disgusting. Yeah, like an eighty-two-year-old having sex with a twenty-nine-year-old. Like I, I could vomit. How do you still have sex at eighty-two? That's an amazing question. I think for a man, it's much easier. Really? I because it's kind of up to the man. It is up to the no man. No pun intended. But if I'm remembering this correctly, you know, menopause, like you know, you get very dry. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I but think there's like things. <laughs> lubricants. Yes, 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 yes. For that. I don't know how you do it, but clearly Al Pacino's, you know. Unless he There's just lays also pills. There's also pills. Yeah. Unless he just like lays there and Cialis. What's Cialis? Like Viagra. Oh yeah, yeah. You know the commercial that the two people in the bathtubs on the beach. No. That's Cialis. There's just so many you know useful big pharma modern medicine. Modern man. medicine is amazing. I'm just like really grossed out. Yeah. No. I think it's incredibly like. It's you know? gross. Um, wishing them a, a lot of mazel. And yeah, I wonder how Julie, the 33-year-old daughter, feels. I mean, I, I just find, like, I would love to know about more of those family dynamics. Like, that, but, like, also, like, especially in Hollywood. Like, there's so many weird yeah. things and connections. And mm -hmm. I'm like, are we all just pretending this is fine or does everybody hate each other? No, they're all just pretending it's fine. Because when you live in L.A. and, like, everyone around you is doing, like, weird things, it just becomes normalized. Right, right. So, like, I don't think anybody in L.A. thinks this is weird, but, like, we do. yeah. That's insane. It's really gross. Um, he spoke to the New Yorker about fatherhood in 2014 saying, I'm responsible to them. I'm part of their life. When I'm not, it's upsetting to me and to them. So that's part of the gestalt. And I get a lot of it. I get a lot from it. It takes it takes you out of yourself. So he loves being a dad. Clearly, I would hope so. Because I would hope so. He's banking him out. Because he's got quite a few and he's going to be doing it until the day he dies. So true. So wishing Al and Noor a lifetime, a lifetime of happiness. happiness and, you know, good luck in her pregnancy. On this journey. Our next story is the sweetest thing ever. I don't know if you saw that Drew Barrymore went to the Eras tour. I did. And she is gushing over Taylor Swift after attending the tour with her daughter. She says, I cried so hard. So she posted a picture of her kids, like a carousel. Yeah. It appeared as though she wasn't in the tent. Uh, I know. Like she kind of bought her own floor seats. Love that for we her. We love to see a, a queen supporting queen. And she wrote this really long Eras caption that was so really um, beautiful. Yeah. And it actually, like, reminded me of how I felt yeah. after the concert. And if Instagram could load, I would read the caption for you. Sorry, Jackie usually does this. So just give me a minute. The iPad is not working with me. Drew Perrymore. I'm just trying to pull up her Instagram. Like, is that so hard? Do you want me to pull it up on my phone? No, Grandma can do it. Sorry, <laughs> this page isn't available. Okay, okay. I'm going to pull it up. Okay, this page isn't available. What is going on? I'm literally a grandma. I just want to read her fucking caption. <laughs> Drew. Okay, got it. Thank you, pass. Oh, you want me to read it? No, no, I want to read Are it. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was like really sweet and like I want to remind myself. Ready? At Taylor Swift. I cried so hard when you sang Welcome to New York. I moved here not knowing where my life was going, and I actually found myself so happy in this chapter. I also cried watching my daughters and cousin Sadie watch and love and sing to someone so admirable. You. Caps. Caps. I love you, Taylor Swift, with like 10 exclamation points. You are the role model all of us girls and women need. True. Thank you for one of the best nights of our lives. We are so lucky to have seen your show. You're 
oh-so-giving three-hour show. P.S. We listen to you on vinyl every morning to get ready oh. for our day. You transcend and make life beautiful. Everyone passing beaded bracelets around, witnessing the good. It's true. Yeah. Literally, first of all, I love Drew Barrymore. Like, everyone makes fun of her because she's like so emo and, and like, like sitting on the floor sitting on the floor with people and like touching eyelids with people but she really is this like um big she kid has so much love to give she's really like a lovely person and i love this caption i love that she went to the concert i love that she like knew she like knew about taylor like she also know- like she gave justice for welcome to new york a little bit right even though people were not and Drew Barrymore only moved to New York recently for her show. Right. And so I think, like, she wasn't talking about how this song, you know, helped her as a kid. She was talking about how it helped her as an adult. As an adult. And I thought that was really sweet. No, really sweet. And, like, I just, I'm, like, living for all the celebrities going to Taylor. Let's talk about that. I have so many questions about logistics. Oh, of course. But I feel like there was, you know, a time when, like, so many celebrities were, like, not afraid, but just, like, anti-Taylor a little bit. And, like, there's been so many celebrities who have, like, spoken out against Taylor. Because for so long, it was just, like, the thing that people did. Right, of course. They, like, made fun of her. And so I, I know now, and I feel like she wrote about this when she wrote that, wrote that essay, like, 30 Things I Learned When I Was 30. Um, like, she doesn't seek validation no. from, like, Hollywood or celebrities. And it has to feel good. But I, I think that she doesn't care. I think yeah. she, she really cares about, like, the fans. So it, it's a little, like... No, for sure. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm just like so confused by like some of the people popping up. Like, I feel like there's people that are like obviously like Core Taylor. Yeah, like, of course. The Tellers. Mariska Hargitay. Gigi Hadid. Hoda. Like, yeah. Hoda? Yeah. I feel like Hoda's like. That's because she always goes on GMA. Yeah, I just feel. No, GMA is not Hoda. Hoda's Today Show. Oh. I just feel like Hoda's like, I don't know. I just, I feel like Hoda's like a nice person who's like always been friends to, with Taylor. I can't explain it. Okay. I have no proof. Okay, sure. But then like, I feel like I just. Bradley Cooper? Random. Random. Julia Garner. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Lin-Manuel Miranda. I was going to say Lin-Manuel. Well, I think they did Cats together. I think Lin-Manuel was like involved in Cats. Oh. So it's just like confusing to me. And then also, how, like how does one get in the tent? Like say you're like A-list celeb, not even A-list, but whatever. And what do you do? Right. I think you- Because you can't just like call Taylor up. No, you call Tree up. Taylor's like, publicist. hey, I want to be in the tent. Yeah, and I think Taylor's pretty open. I mean, we were talking, when we were at the show, we sat right behind the VIP mm-hmm. tent, and we saw Molly Ringwald, which we thought was like an oh, interesting... Yes. that was an interesting one. Right, so I think they're pretty, you know, lax. Also, I saw a video of Andrea Swift, because in, she's in the family tent. She's in a separate tent. And I think Michael Strahan was in the family tent. Interesting. Because someone was like, how the fuck did you get this video? It was so close. It was like, you had to be in the tent. And someone commented, like, the girl she's with is with Michael Strahan's daughter interesting that's very interesting right like was the friends tent overflowing and they i i do think that the friends tent like this this weekend was like definitely packed also they have snacks did you see that what yes it was in someone's video um emrata like I can't. of course and in the background of it was like snacks and food like catering you know what that makes sense yeah of course but they're gonna keep going back and forth i also saw there was a couch is there yeah which i thought was interesting what because- you're gonna lounge on the couch right but there was a couch. Maybe it was for Kelly Taylor because Kelly Taylor did show up in a wheelchair. Yeah, she did. She like broke she her, her, broke her foot or something. or something. But I think I think I saw someone hoist her up and she just like stood in place. Yeah, not even a broken foot could. I mean, how could you could stop her to sit during the Taylor Swift concert? Is couldn't be us. Couldn't be us. Couldn't be us. We only sat between eras because someone actually DM me that before we went to the first show. They were like hot, like. 
pro tip, tip sit between every era or else like you're not going to be okay and, and we took did. that very literally no we really recharged between every era yeah um I just love Drew Barrymore I really <laughs> I'm in like my Drew Barrymore era I feel like she's like people are really um so much of her stuff like goes viral now it's all due to yes. like her talk show and I just feel like it's having a really good effect on like her reputation and she just seems like a really sweet lady she really does her and Kelly Clarkson like the doing like show those TV, di- shows. TV shows like I you would think is where your career like kind of goes to die Stalls. but it didn't I feel like it's giving them a new life no between Kelly Oakey I mean Kelly Oakey is just like next level and then Drew Barrymore is like really unique interview style Mm -hmm. I think both women are kind of like taking the industry by storm I couldn't agree more and I'm really happy for them and I love to see it me too we got to get on there we got would you rather go on Kelly Clarkson show or Drew Barrymore Kelly Clarkson okay I just thought I'd ask come on have you ever seen an episode of the toast no I know I just wanted to throw it out there mostly because I would make Kelly sing with me Right. And she knows she would. like this. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment. Even though I think she's like probably over singing that song. Probably. You should ever sing Toast. Pe- Stop. I feel like she would. Andy Grammer sang Toast when he came on the Toast. I love him. I love him too. Um, okay, ready for our next story? Yeah. Some really kind of disgusting royal news. You've not believed what they've done this time. What? Prince George has been forced to do chores by Prince William and Kate Middleton. No fucking way. So in remarks that resurfaced this week, Kate Middleton revealed that she expects her children to do chores, especially during school breaks. While visiting a goat farm in Wales last year, Middleton shared that Prince George's chore after Prince... Wait. Middleton shared Prince George's chore after Prince William pointed out a robot silage sweeper. So... She says that was George's job at half term, moving feed. They added that their three children were learning how to get involved in the farm at their Sandringham mm-hmm. estate. Sandringham. We're trying some agroforestry as well, William added, according to the outlet. I don't understand anything that is being said. So basically, they have a farm, and when the kids are on break, they make them work the farm they for like a minute. The farm. And I think this is their attempt at like being real with us. They're not doing a really good job. Yeah, because we don't have farms. Also, like no one is expecting them. Like you saying that they're doing chores, like I automatically don't believe you. Like no one's expecting them to do chores. No, they're also saying that they do chores when they're like on vacation. Right. Not like when they're in school. It's not like a regular thing. They do chores only when they're on school break. Right. Like have them take out the trash. Yeah, the thing is like I just can't see it. No, same. It's not not at all. It's not computing. Their kids are so cute, though. They really are. I feel like I just recently saw new photos at, like, um, the palace release. Mm -hmm. Like, the portraits. Yeah. They're so cute. No, they do it, like, the... The youngest one, Louis, is that his name? I can really, like, never remember, I believe it is. I know there's George. There's George, Charlotte, and Louis. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cutie. And Charlotte is, like, a carbon copy of Kate. I know. It's really cute. Um, I feel like also the PR team or, like, the social media team for the family of William, Kate. Yeah. I forget what they're called. I think they're called Kensington Royal. Oh. Um, They do a very good job on social media. Yeah, they do. Like, they put Kate on, like, a mom podcast. Like, they do a good job of releasing portraits, and they have, like... And they're not, like, these old, stuffy, like, royal portraits. They look like... No, they're having fun. No, and they look like portraits that, like, people on The Bachelor, like, run into a field and take, you know? Yeah. They're, like, very millennially, very yeah. Instagrammy. They do a really good job. Yeah. How does one get that job? I feel like it's actually, like, a really not fun, stressful job. For sure. Are you kidding? No, like... And every- the amount of, like approvals you probably have to go through and oh like the God. amount of times you have to read your caption before no. you post it making sure you're not posting on your own account yeah I mean like remember when the Pope's social media account accidentally liked like three photos from a OnlyFans model no 
Yeah, and it was like clearly like one yeah, of social media one of the archbishops, like Stop. social media people, just was on like thought he was on his own account. That's frightening. And they did a whole investigation. They like couldn't find how they mysteriously liked this photo. Oh my god! But like it was the official Vatican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was humiliating. See, that's why the follow. What's what the what was that page called? The following page. <gasps> the following page. Yes, that's why. But I loved that thing. Wait, I did need to you bring that get back. an update on Instagram yesterday? Ginormous Instagram stories? Yes! <laughs> they made the circles that you tap for everyone's stories fucking huge. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like half the screen now. I don't dislike it. Me neither. I mean, I really go to stories first regardless. Always. I never scroll my feed. I scroll my feed if I'm really bored. Yeah, but I'm like always watching people's stories. It's me too. so interesting to me. Me too. I'm like, when I realize I'm like, posted six seconds ago, I'm like, you gotta stop. No, and like, it's really weird because when you first start following someone, their stories like come to the front of mm. your feed and it's like so embarrassing. Because then they think they're like, oh, this person just followed me and she's and obsessed, obsessed with me. me. So like true. I had that like, <laughs> what? Like I recently started following <laughs> Brandon Charnas. Okay. And literally his stories come up first in my thing. So I'm like, I just look because like whatever. Yeah. And quite literally, he probably thinks I'm like stalking him. Margo, they always come up first. I don't know why. So now do you like actively avoid? No, I am not ashamed. Like okay. I'm, I'm not talking. It's just what the algorithm is feeding me. A thousand percent. But it's humiliating. Yeah, it is humiliating. My God, if I just spent like less time on my phone, I wouldn't have these problems. It's impossible. But, but we all know that ain't going to happen, that Satch. That ain't going to happen. We have two more stories. Okay. And then we're going to do Dear Toasters. Okay. But the two more stories are brought to you by Squarespace. I know you were like, is this brought to you by Squarespace? Margo, they are brought to you by Squarespace, okay? Okay. So whatever you are looking to start a website for, whether you want to get into blogging, you want to start a podcast, there's a million reasons why. And Squarespace is really the place to go to sell anything. So they have the tools that you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, secure payments. So whatever you want to do, whether you want to create an e-commerce website, whatever you want to sell, Squarespace has merchandising features that make your products look their best online. You can connect with your audience and generate revenue through gated members-only content. You can manage your members, send email communications, and leverage audience insights all in one easy-to-use platform. So head to squarespace.com toast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code toast. You'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. So there's a million reasons you could want to start a, pot, uh, a website. And there's also a million tools that Squarespace offers that might be beneficial for whatever your getting into so they have great ways to connect your social media accounts they offer really good traffic overviews so it's basically seeing how your visits unique visitors page views etc are trending over time you'll get insight into the top traffic sources what i really like about squarespace is the content ownership so you own all of the content that you put on the squarespace platform they just offer a one-click data portability so again, check out squarespace.com slash toast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Today's episode is also brought to you by The Perfect Bar. We actually just got a shipment. I, when I walked in, I saw the box. This episode is brought to you by The Perfect Bar, the original refrigerated protein bar that you know and love. If you haven't heard, Perfect Bar just launched a new line of protein bars called the Perfect Bar Layers. Perfect Bar Layers are a new line of crispy protein snacks stacked with three delicious layers and are packed with whole food nutrition. They're made with a crispy base of peanut and cashew butter. They're layered with dark chocolate or 100% real fruit, and then they're sprinkled with toasted gluten-free oats. They're packed with up to 11 grams of protein, and they come in two delicious flavors, crispy peanut butter and chocolate and crispy peanut butter and berry. They're basically just like a healthy peanut butter and jelly. They're so good. They really keep you full for a long period of time. It's I actually have one in my purse because I have 
the longest day today, like being a businesswoman, like, you know, crushing deals, crunching numbers, and having one in my purse. We keep them at the studio too. I also have them at home. It's just so good to have because they really keep you full. They're super delicious and they're made with whole food ingredients because they're kept in the fridge. And then, then it makes you question like all the other bars totally, that, that are sitting in your cabinet disgusting. for months. Disgusting. Disgusting. Literally disgusting. They are non-GMO, project verified, gluten-free, soy-free, kosher. <laughs> And low GI. And the best part is that you can now find them in the refrigerated section at Target nationwide. Ooh. So Perfect Bar knows that it'll be love at first bite. So they're offering you a chance to try their new refrigerated protein bars for free. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store. And they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar. It'll go directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. Yeah. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. Happy snacking. Okay, we've got some dating news. Oh. But like, not it's not what you think. Raven Simone oh. is speaking out about her dating life and saying everyone she's ever dated had to sign an NDA. Interesting. I wonder if that's like the norm. Yeah. She opened up on the Howie Mandel uh, podcast, which was the scene of the crime yeah, for Tom Sandoval, about what dating has entailed for her as a Disney star before she married her wife. She said, all of my relationships, especially obviously when I started dating, I had to get people to sign NDAs. It took me a while to wrap my head around it because it's very impersonal, but someone in our position needs to do that. It's true. When she was asked when she at what point she presents the paperwork, she answered, before the naughty time comes. So before they have sex. Oh. She said, no, I'm serious. Right before that. Like she could go on like six dates with someone, not have sex with them, and they wouldn't sign an NDA. But, but I then, guess if things are getting like steamy, she literally has to like open up her file cabinet. And it's like, wait, hold that thought. And fetch, fetch her paperwork yeah. and her notary. She says, welcome to being a celebrity in Hollywood these days. It's true though. Nowadays, hashtags, real life, they change the dynamic of having an intimate relationship with somebody. That's fair. As for when she asked her now wife to sign an NDA, the actress recalled that that moment was crazy. It came almost two months into seeing each other. We were in New York. We were in this outdoor French type of restaurant and my mom had been bugging me about it. You got to get it signed. You got to get it signed. And I'm like, she's from the industry and my mom was just bugging me. So I was really reluctant because I knew something was different about Miranda. She's like, I don't understand because because she knew that we had something different. Like it just felt different. Right. And so when she presented, the presented NDA. it, um, are you she, okay? The girlfriend, her now wife was understanding because she could tell that Raven was being pushed to do this by someone else or someone else. Um, I mean, that's I, horrible. I just want to say yeah, like, but I feel like everybody does that. I, I can't remember who I feel like I heard this about too. I don't remember, but it was like someone who's like, I think it was a man. And like every girl that they have sex with has to sign an NDA. Well, it's like a one night stand. There's that thing about Kris Jenner that like literally everyone who enters her home before she even like in her foyer, there's a stack of NDAs that everybody has to sign. That's like an old rumor. And I actually think Kris Jenner um, spoke on it and was like, yeah, it's true. Like, by the way, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like that makes total sense to me. No, but that also just must be horrible. Um, to live like that why because you can't trust anyone yeah yeah and like when it comes to dating like that's yeah and I find it interesting that she um has them sign it before they have sex because we forget like Raven is a Disney queen like yeah, she's still on Disney yeah. Raven's home so she has to have like a really kind of perfect image yeah that's true and maybe she's into some freaky shit for sure 
And that's okay. I saw an, this is a complete tangent. I love. But I saw this video of Andy Cohen and he was talking about the Kardashians reunion. Yeah. And how like it was so fucking juicy, but like all of it got cut out. Yeah. And he was like, if I ever got a cut or a director's cut, like yeah. there would be like crazy shit. And in my head, I'm like, why are you even saying that? I know. It's like, I feel because like the Kardashians. Now like, now, like the Kardashians are going to be like mad. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was so weird. I thought it was like a, like a bad call on, yeah. on his part to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just thought that was so, but what Even I thought was interesting, I remember, he, was like, he was like, it doesn't matter because they own it all. Right. And I'm just like, but I remember the Kardashians reunion that Andy hosted and I actually thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. No, it was like decently juicy. Yeah. But knowing that it could have been more like now it felt like a waste of time. A hundred percent. Um, also have you ever signed an NDA? Mm, yeah. Like for brands for work. Yeah. Like that doesn't count. But I mean like, no, have you? I don't think so. No one's ever like made me sign one before walking into a party or whatever. No, I would love. Maybe to. I'm just not getting invited to the right parties. For I mean, I'm definitely not. Um, yeah, no, I'm definitely not. Um, but are you watching Kardashians? I am. Did you watch episode one? I watched episode one. Um, new episode comes out tonight or like tomorrow. Is it t- oh, it's when it's like midnight, yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. Um, I am watching it. I thought the first episode was really good. I'm like really interested in this. Dolce and Gabbana thing me too like that's like a weird fight like I need to know more it's so niche obviously I know but like I mean I'm kind of ki- team Kim duh yeah and did you see did you watch the first episode yeah I did and did you see Chris like gassing her up to do it for sure also the fact that she even thought like I shouldn't like I might not do it because of Courtney and then everyone around her saying like you should right she's gonna do it also wasn't it months I need better like timeline. She said, um, by the time the show comes out, it will be like five months after the wedding. And by the time the collection like hits stores, it'll be like 10 months. Yeah. So, but what I thought was interesting from that first episode that we learned, and this is what me and Jackie spoke about, is that the family's relationship to Dolce & Gabbana is through Chris. Yeah, It's Chris's relationship. So, if anyone has anything to say, it's Chris. And the fact that Chris sanctioned it means it's okay. Agreed. Totally. Right? So... I look for, I, I'm going to hear Courtney out, but I'm just like never on Courtney's I'm, side. I was about to say, I'm never on Courtney's side. I just feel like, I just feel like she like hates her sisters. I feel like she hates her life and like hates her job. And like the only thing she wants to do is like lay in bed with Travis yeah. and like take her kids to school, which is a, a valid life if you want to do that. But like stop going on TV. Because also it's like, if this was the first time she was saying all this fine, but we've been hearing it for years. So I know. It's and like, it's like the same thread. I yeah. thought like maybe in this, the Hulu show, like things would be different, but it's definitely like the way she feels. Yeah. So it's like, it's so shit or get off the pot. No, but it's like, we have to hear about your boundaries again. It's like, my God. So put them up. Go. Yeah. yeah go. I agree. Um, okay. You ready for a fifth and final story? I am. Oh, this is like a little study because I'm not going to lie. The stories were fucking horrible today, you guys. I apologize. But this was like a little human interest news that I found interesting. A report on the New York Post that 40% of restaurant food poisoning outbreaks are caused by sick employees. That's disgusting. So sick restaurant employees are responsible for about 40% of food poisoning outbreaks with known causes between 2017 and 2019. So the CDC did like a whole study on it. Of the 800 outbreaks reviewed by the CDC and uh, of the CDC... From 875 restaurants during the span, norovirus and salmonella mm-hmm. were the most common causes. Got it. So while 85% of restaurants claim to have policies restricting sick staff from working, only 16% of the policies detailed what symptoms should require workers to call out sick, including vomiting, diarrhea, and sore throat with fever. So the CDC investigators have called for better enforcement on comprehensive food safety policies, which emphasize basic measures like hand washing in addition to keeping workers who are feeling under the weather at home. So that's just so crazy. Well, I was going to say, and also the reason I was on my phone, I will circle back on that in a second, but also 
I feel like people people don't want to work sick. It's about their management. Right. Like they feel Forced. like they have to come in. Mm -hmm. But also, did you see that story in the New York Times about how they interviewed like 15, um, um, what's it called, airline flight attendants? Yeah. And it's like the they came back with like 10 hard facts about how you should act on a plane. No. And I want to go through it. And I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to find it. It's on the New York Times Instagram. Okay. In the meantime, let me just say, I feel like whenever people like get food poisoning from a restaurant, they just assume they have bad food. Right? That's like your assumption. Not that like the person who made it is sick. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it like kind of like even grosser. Yeah, of course. No. And like the, now I'm just, I need to know where I got the notovirus. Like I know I got it from Ben, but like where did Ben get it from? <laughs> and every time I start to feel like a little nauseous, whether I'm like in the back every of a car. Every time I'm like having like. Um, when I got the notovirus, like, did you get it? No, I somehow did not. Bitch. It was like you, Jackie, Zach. Zach, Ben. Yeah. Um, but every time like I'm having like an episode, I'm like, please let this be a one time thing. Like, No, I quite literally like every time I feel a little bit off, I'm like, I live in fear, constant fear that I'm going to get the norovirus. Me too. Okay. Ready? Yes. A flight attendant's etiquette rules. So basically the New York Times spoke to one flight attendant who shared 12 airline etiquette rules, which aim to strike a balance between your own reasonable comforts and thoughtfulness to those around you. Okay. Number one, keep your socks on. Of course. If it's a long flight, by all means, relax and take off your shoes. But there's never a reason to take off your socks. Keep your feet to yourself. Duh. For sure. No one wants to hear your FaceTime conversation. Yeah. We don't need to hear both sides of that conversation. Boarding an airplane is, is not the time for your goodbyes. It's time for you to concentrate on finding your seat and stowing your bags as fast as possible. No, just like put in headphones. It's really not that hard. Yes. Okay, this is interesting. Everyone has the right to recline, but there's a polite way to do it. I don't agree. Be aware of your surroundings before reclining, peek behind you and see what the situation is and nicely ask if that person minds. I am very anti-recline. I'm pretty pro-recline. If the person in front of me reclines, I'm allowed to recline. I know. But the thing is, is like there's always going to be somebody who can't recline. Whether it's like because in the back. they're in the last row, the person behind them has really big knees and is like, please don't, like someone's really tall. There's a baby or like a car seat. So there's, there's like a couple people on the plane who can't recline for whatever reason. And so for them, like I, I just don't feel like chairs on airplanes should recline. And I know this is like a, a thought, a hot take that not everyone agrees with. Brian thinks I'm crazy. I do not think you should recline. Because so even me leaning all the way back and then someone's chair being in my pussy, like that's not comfortable. Okay, but I'm saying if the, Chair in front of you has reclined. You will stay upright. No, then I'll recline. Right. But like, I just wish the person fucking in front of me wouldn't recline. Okay, fair. But like my, my stance is if the person in front of me has reclined, I will recline. I just, I think reclining is inhumane. Like I'm so <laughs> against it. I think that they should take it out. I don't think that it's fair. I understand. And then it's really not fair for the person who gets the seat in the first row because they recline and then there's nobody in front of them and they're living the life of the life of But Riley. that's what they get for getting the first row. I know. I just, I don't, I really don't like reclining and I know that that's a hot take. I do not like it. Okay, next. The middle seat gets both armrests. It's the consolation prize for being squished between two people with nowhere to lean, case closed. Okay, I... I agree. I agree, but I just want to say from a financial point of view, like all three people paid the same. Yeah, if middle seats were cheaper... Right, which they arguably should be. But, and they're not. I don't know, we all paid for this seat. Like, we all paid for one and a half armrests, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that either. I do, I think, I think that they should be like shared. Yeah, I actually think the person in the aisle, no, you know what? The middle person gets both. The yeah. middle person gets both. Headphones are a perfectly acceptable conversation ender. Overly chatty seatmate, headphones are a great way to keep from being the sounding board for your neighbor who can't take a hint. Agreed, agreed. No, and the, That's it. the person who's chatty, like they need to be spoken to. A hundred percent. They need to be escorted off the plane. Yes. Like that is not okay. Yes. 
Like, okay, in the beginning, you make a little chat, whatever. For sure. But if you're talking to a stranger that you don't know the entire time. And like, you know, every now and then two people who both want to talk get seated next to each other. And that's beautiful. And I love that for them. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, it's a torturer and a person who just wants their peace. Of course. And the torturer can't read the room. That's what I don't understand. Like, you can tell when someone doesn't want to talk to you. Duh, they keep putting their AirPod, AirPod like, back in the second you yeah. stop talking. Yeah, you're like... Oh, and they're like, sorry, wait, what'd you say? Like, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Shut the fuck up. It's so true. Okay, by the way. Wasn't that interesting? That was interesting. Thanks. When I asked you if you had any stories, thanks for not bringing that up. Well, wench. I didn't think of it, but I did now. Wench. But I did, but I did now. But I did now, wench. Okay, Lulu, not, not Lululemon, sorry. Dear Toasters is our weekly advice segment. We write in every Wednesday. Um, we do three submissions. They're from deartoasters at gmail.com. And you can write in about anything and it always stays anonymous. Don't worry, queens. We've got some, some really fucked up shit going on today. Ready? I'm first, ready. First submission. Hey, girlies. I am desperate. My longtime boyfriend of four and a half years who I'm on track to get married to just came home today with four random horrible tattoos now he had two other tattoos that he got while we were dating that i approved of and i liked them a lot but he did this on his own randomly after work today he texted me after he got them drawn up and thank god i had my phone on me and i said verbatim do not get them they are tacky and they are ugly (laughs) but he did it anyway they're just so pinterest board 2010 like cringe boy tattoos i legit cried when i saw them and we had a fight of course this is making me question everything now and i have to live with looking at them every day i don't think i can go through with marrying this man that i love so dearly i really don't think i can get over over this and my ick is guys with bad taste in tattoos i need your advice please send help p.s they are all eye themed maybe like evil eye mm. i guess that is like a little it's cringe a really specific ick yeah i just want to say this is like not a breakup deal breaking but if thing. it is like there's obviously other things like if for you this was such a deal breaker like there's something else like you don't like him that much yeah but like, that is annoying no it's definitely rude like tattoos when you're i don't know it's also so random after work to go get four. Yeah. It's like a crazy thing to do. Not like it's like, oh, I was out with my buddies and I got one. But it's also um, kind of nuts to like if this was a girl and she got a tattoo and the guy was like, I don't want you to get them. He'd be like, fuck off, bitch, my body. Yeah. But I don't know with a guy. It's like it's our body. Yeah. You know, I, and that's definitely unreasonable of me to say, but. A tattoo when you're in a long-term relationship, I do feel like is It's a, like our tattoo. Even it, for if a woman were to get it too, it's like, do you share that tattoo? Because you both have to look at it for right, every day. It's a day. family decision. Yeah. See, I feel like Margot's right. Like there's definitely something about this relationship that you don't like because you might be mad and pick a fight and you'd be re- in, entitled to, but to like really want to break up with someone like is kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm just feeling like there's something else going on Me here. Me too. Or like you needed a reason. You, you needed a reason. No. Yeah. I needed a reason. Why? X marks the spot where, where we, we fell apart. apart. He poisoned, poisoned the well. well. I was lying to myself. Literally, this song is about you. I knew it from the first. Old fashioned, we were sure. first. You never had a shotgun shot in the dark. You don't like this man. There's something else going on. You, have you an need ick. a getaway car. You have an ick. And I, I really am choosing to believe it doesn't have a lot to do with the tattoos. Like, you are like put off by this man, and there's something else going on in the relationship because this is hella dramatic. You're entitled to be mad, but like to want to break up. Something, something else. And by the way, and maybe there, that something else is valid also. No, of course, but like you need to, you need to reflect. Yes, you do. You need to look inward. Sorry, I know that's like the worst advice anyone could give you, but it's time to reflect. Or maybe just think about why is this bothering me so much? Why is this bothering me so much? All right, are you ready for our next one? I am. 
Hey, Turdy Lewin Jacks. I'm, oh, sorry. Hey, Turdy Lewin Counts. I'm currently pregnant. And I am due mid-July with our second child. My husband is a gamer. And he's mm. very addicted to this one game. He'll play about 20 to 30 hours on a weekly basis. He has a full-time job and he still manages to play that much. I asked him if he was going to take at least a month off when baby number two comes and he said no. He said he has, quote, commitments to these people that he plays with and he will call our family to help me after the baby is born when he has to play. We have a two-year-old also who will need a lot of attention as well. Am I crazy for wanting him to take time off playing to be involved and be available to help with the two kids? Thanks for the advice. Uh, No. No. Is he making money from gaming? Uh, even if he was like no, but like I'm like seriously, like, if he was making like money from gaming and is like kind of like a job, right? And it was like he's to support the family, like. But right, he has another there's job. There's an argument to be made. This is nuts. No, I just want to say you are quite literally not crazy. Your man needs to grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> no, this is so not okay. And the fact that you already have a two year old, which means like you went through the pregnancy birth, and he probably did this already, girl. Girl, you should spill water like on his like PS2 Console. or whatever. No, and like, no, you need to sit this grown ass baby fucking down and be like, dude, you're a dad. Yeah. You literally need to treat him like a teenager. Like, uh-huh. you need to throw away the key, lock up the cabinet, and be like, no games for a month. Yeah, ground like, him. Like, the fact that you really have to require him and like beg him to do this is really unacceptable. And you, you actually need to have a serious conversation with him because I feel like gaming. I have commitments to these people. That's going to just live right You have in my a commitment to your, to your children. baby and wife. No, I feel like some people like with gaming. No, it's crazy. Like it can be a mental illness. It's an addiction. <laughs> yeah. It's an addiction. No, like. Like he probably thinks in game. Yeah. And like dreams in game. Yeah. You know, and like, you, like you know, when you're reading a book that's like really good and you like dream in the book. Yeah. That's like the craziest stuff. No, no, no. It's like you just are entranced into this world. Yeah. Have you read any good books lately? Oh, no. I like have been, um trying to start happy place by emily henry i have such a hot take. and i just like haven't been in like a reading mode but i need to get back into it i have such a hot take you don't like emily henry emily henry is like not a good writer i don't feel a certain way about her honestly like i've barely read any of her books no. the only book i've read i think is beach read which i liked and then all the other ones like you guys didn't like like people, people meet on, meet on vacation. vacation was so bad book lovers were so bad like the fact that like she's just because of beach read become one of those people where like whenever she reads writes a book like it's everyone number reads one. it like why she she like they could treat her like a Colleen Hoover like or like an Ellen Hildebrand like no yeah I I know that's like an extremely hot take like I just don't think any of her books are good sorry yeah I don't have I really don't have an opinion on her like I don't follow her career I don't read her books I read Carly Fortune's new book Meet Me at the Lake I heard it's not good it was fine I actually think you would like it like okay. it's not life changing is it a sequel or just a new book no it's just a new book and it takes place in like the same region got it of Canada okay I'll add that to my list it's cute it's like not like read it when you're not expecting anything okay it's fine great she's like a decent writer like I like her I like her too and now I'm reading the new May Cobb what is Hunting it? Wives girl oh she wrote did you read Hunting Wives no <gasps> Oh my God, read that next. I'm so jealous of you. It's the best book. Yeah, it's like literally perfect. It's a perfect book. Oh, oh my God. Okay. And now she has a new book and it's good. She likes to write about like these like wealthy neighborhoods in Texas, which is just always fun. I love that. Where like the women are crazy and drink wine and go hunting. Did you ever read On a Quiet Street? Yes, of course. Did you like it? Loved it. So good. Recommended it to everyone. Yeah. So good. So good. Um, But I haven't read like amazing books recently. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about the one that like actually ruined my life and the book club that Margaret made us watch it's really so Read. crazy how people can have such different strong opinions and we're so similar when it's it comes really to books. like it, it kind of confuses me like it boggles my mind do you read any celebrity memoirs ever no i, I feel like i would maybe enjoy yeah but 
no, it's just like not my genre. You should read Josh Peck's book. Really? I always recommend it to people. It's such an underrated book. Like it's so interesting. Like not only with the Nickelodeon being a child star, he talks a lot about like the money. He gets very specific, Mm -hmm. but also being like so fat and like how that really fucked with him. Yeah. And then how he lost the weight, but then also he went through like a four year addiction to drugs. Like he has a lot of different chapters of his life and it's extremely good. I feel like it's the perfect celebrity memoir and I feel like people don't talk about it enough. Okay. Um, and also on my list is I heard Minka Kelly's book. Jackie told me Minka Kelly's book. Oh, is good. I've been seeing that everywhere. Yeah, it's I on saw my like list. a whole clip about her and um, what's it, Taylor Kitsch. Oh, what? what well, because they dated. Did they? Oh my God! Yeah, they dated during, during FNL Fri- during Friday night Friday night lights. But he was the one who was friends with the cast, and she wasn't. Mm. So like it was really hard for her, and she, they were on and off. So like when they were off and like broken up, she was like she was miserable. She was like I didn't have like my girlfriends because everyone was like friends with him. Oh my god! But she like said like she didn't actively try to be their friend because she had him. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about Tyler Kitsch just for one second. Sure. Taylor Kitsch. Sure. What happened to him? Like, I don't know. Where is he? I don't know. I think he's like still in Texas. He's so hot. He should be on Yellowstone. He should be on Yellowstone. Like one of, one of the spinoffs. He could should it, be on Yellowstone. Put him on 1923. He should be on Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone he should be on. Yeah. Duh. Duh. That's the best call you've ever made. Thank you. I feel very good about it. Okay, we went on a tangent, but a final Dear Toasters is brought oh. to you by Lululemon. So Lululemon, you guys know, we're big fans of, but their shorts are really something special. They were made to stretch, flex, and support the infinite ways of working out, giving you the courage to leap into something totally new and unexpected. So a lot of their shorts are really good. The ones that we like are the Hottie Hot short and the Wonder Train short. So the Hottie Hot short has a comfortable range of motion and a flattering fit. They allow you to max your stride so you can move freely with confidence. The lightweight fabric lets in airflow so you can move without the baggage. They're designed to wick away sweat before you even notice that it's there. The Wonder Train short are really supportive in terms of stretch and they also keep you dry. So the Everlux fabric manages heat and sweat so you stay comfortable and focused. So it's sweat wicking, quick dry material. Um, It absorbs moisture and wick sweat during the most intense training. It's just that time of year where we're all having like crotch sweat, yep. sweat in our crevices, warm undercarriage, swamp ass, whatever you want to call it. Warm undercarriage, that's one I warm haven't heard. Warm undercarriage. And it's important that we're dressing, whether we're working out or just like going to the grocery store, it's that time of year where like you just leave your house and like you're sweating and it's just annoying to have to like come back and take a thousand showers. Start dressing mm-hmm. in Lululemon. Their shorts are sweat wicking, quick drying, just taking care of that, the nether the region. The warm undercarriage area. It's a good way to describe yeah. it, don't you think? You can get into Lululemon shorts at lululemon.com. You know, we love all the Lululemon products. And shorts, it's that time of year counts. Can you believe? No, I can't. I had to shave my legs. I was really upset. I had to shave my legs too. Um, okay, ready for our final and third Dear Toasters. Good morning, girlies. I'm a longtime listener. Love you dearly. I don't even know what kind of advice I need, but here's my situation. This is my second Mother's Day with my husband and our own child. We both have kids from previous marriages. Or previous relationships, excuse me. Last Mother's Day, I didn't do anything like I had hoped, nor did he get me a card or a gift, and gifts are really my love language. Oh. Fast forward to this year, there's still no card and no gift from him. My daughter's dad helped her get me a gift, and she gifted it to me that morning. I was so thankful for that. My question is, do I let this slide with my husband, or should I let him know how I feel? I hate to be a naggy bitch wife, but this isn't the first offense, and last year I made him feel really, really bad about it, and I thought maybe he would learn his lesson, but I guess not. Sincerely, a heartbroken and sad mama toaster. Oh, I was going to say, like does he know like she spoke to him about it last year still didn't do anything no it's not okay like seriously that's and also do you get him something for father's day 
that's a good question. Not that it really like matters because you, you shouldn't. Yeah. Like if you've said like, this is my love language, like whatever, then he should obviously that's respect sad. that. Yeah. No, that's and also because you said something. And I'm sorry, there's a special place in hell for people who don't respect mothers. Like, I'm sorry. Duh. I'm sorry. Like, it's really not okay. And it's really, especially if you didn't do anything last year, the bar is so low. Flowers? A card? Whatever happened to hello? How, How are, are you? you? Like, come on. Yeah. That's like really unacceptable. And I hate when you just have to like, ask for something it's that's so like ask for something that's so bare minimum obvious and that it's like I have to ask you to celebrate me it's like embarrassing yeah I but you know what you have to say it you have to say it because also it's just gonna keep going and then yeah. it's gonna turn into just such a resentment no yeah so if you could try and bite the bullet like as quickly as possible Margot's right like this could be one of those things that festers and then like years down the road like you find yourself bottling up all these feelings and, and like, then you start yelling at exploding, him exploding and he's like what did I do and like you don't really know but you're really still mad about the first Mother's Day you never got a gift and every Mother's Day after that yes communication is key when, that's really kind of the takeaway a lot of times from Dear Toasters communicado is key communicado is are key. you a good communicator counts I'm terrible are you mm-hmm like, yeah, you are. Yeah, like if I'm feeling a type of way, I no one's gonna know about anything it. until like it's like forced out of you me. You will. Yeah, that's like kind of like your toxic trait. No, no, no. I know, and it's like things like I would love to talk about it, mm -hmm. but you I, don't know how. I just like can't. I can't do it. Why? I just like can't get it out. You need to work on that count. Yeah. Well, that's your toxic trait. Mm, What's of? mine? Mm, where do I begin? Don't be rude. Your toxic trait. This doesn't feel like a fun game. I know. It feels like one of those games that they play on Housewives before everyone starts killing each other. But yeah. now that I ask, like, I want to know. Like, what's my toxic trait? In terms of, like, being a, si a good sister, friend, wife, you know? Yeah. Person. Um, toxic trait. You really are great. Thank you. But, like, really, you could say it. Um, maybe just, like, that you, like, expect and get, like, the creme de la creme of, like, anything. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm definitely, like, a diva. Diva. Yeah. But I'm really not. No, not like diva, like mean diva. No, blah, no, blah, I blah, know, blah. I know. It's just like, but it's like if we're at stagecoach, like you get the nicest room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did like find a book, the house, and I thought that would be like a good way for everyone to repay me. Um, and I was like, you know, under the weather because of my Z pack. Right, right, so right. I thought, you know, I thought I deserved it. I, I don't think I, I didn't think I, I just should get it because I wanted it. I thought I deserved it. Mm -hmm. Like if you had booked the house, like maybe you would have gotten the room. Yeah, no, that's, a, no, that's actually, that would literally never that's actually a really good um, answer. Answer. That's definitely one of my worst qualities. Like I just. I it's okay. To, we all have things. Like I need to be comfortable. Yeah, and, yeah. But your level of comfort is different than many others. Oh, I wanted to update everyone because I was posting on social media last night about getting dressed and staying alert. You know, I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to go out as much as I can on the weekdays. Yes. To see Taylor. Um, oh, I, yes. I did not see her. I feel like you guys would know if I did. Claudia texted me. I was like, like want to meet me for a drink and we can watch out My dinner Taylor. was wrapping up and I'm like, she's not here yet, but like it's still kind of early. I had an early like business dinner. So I was like, maybe you, tonight. I'm like, should I like get another drink and you'll come meet me and we'll just sit and watch I was Taylor? at a Britney Spears themed Broadway show. How was show. your Broadway show? You had such a weird night. It was so funny. Like I- What was the show called? It's called One More Time. And Cute. it's all like um, Britney Spears songs, but it's basically about like all the Disney princesses and how like they are like- um, what's a word? Let's put it out. Like, it's basically like what's wrong with all of them. It's like how Cinderella's like, um, she wants more. Like, right. Um, it's like their toxic traits. Yeah. It's like Snow White, like how it's like so fucked up. Oh, like that she, like 
Oh, what did they say? That they just found her sleeping in the woods. in the woods and like she was literally abused and like, but we take it as love. Wait, they're like pointing out all the flaws. Yeah, with the and Disney so it's like princesses. they're trying to break free out of the Disney universe, the princess universe. Oh, that's cute. Um, it was funny. I mean, it's like we went with Ryan and like he lived for it. So it's like the perfect really. It's a perfect thing to go with. Like you should go with Brian. Like like oh. a gay night out. Well, like, we went. It reminds me. It sounds like we saw and Juliet which you, Ryan, I would love, and you and Emily should go. It's set to the music of Max Martin, legendary pop producer. Yes, who does of course, Taylor. Backstreet Boys, he's done Taylor, he's done Britney, he's done Cher, he's done Celine Dion, literally everyone, you would die. Um, and it's what happens if Romeo and Juliet actually don't die. Got it. And it's all about Juliet. And she like goes to Paris and she like wants to be free. And it's actually a really cute play, like in terms of like, you know, a coming of age story. Yeah. But the music is so good. And the girl, I don't know how much longer she's going to be on, but the girl who plays Juliet, she was just on the Kelly Clarkson show. She was, Amazing. I swear to God, I never heard a voice like that in my life. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Like, what about Jessica Vosk? It's up there with Jessica Vosk. Mm. She like her big, big moment at the end of the show is she sings Roar by Katy Perry. Oh. And it's chilling. Oh, okay. It's wow. so good. So highly recommended for like for something to do in the city. Um, That's our show. Kizzity, can't thank you enough for filling in today. Of course. Happy it's to be here. A pleasure. It's a pleasure. Do you know what that's from? That commercial in Israel. Not commercial, the hold music in Israel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the Tel Aviv Hilton. It's a pleasure. Doing, doing business with you. I'm so glad you remember that. Um, I love you dearly. Thank you so much for listening to the Chess Millennium Morning Show. We deal with the fast stories. You need to know everybody. Friday, YouTube, support you. YouTube, please subscribe. Please give it a thumbs up. World's available. Please subscribe. 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 Beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing Wednesday. Happy hump day. Don't forget to hump someone you love, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.